This is really hard, guys. <laughs> Hi, Preeti. Welcome to this podcast. Thank you. I have missed hanging out yeah, with right? you. I missed you too. Do you remember meeting each other for the first time? Do you remember your, like what you thought? When you're new. Yeah. You're I think new. we connected so well at that. We were both the youngest. Age was the same. We're the two new kids here. And we were just so happy and grateful to have the job. But so much has changed about the city as well. We're going to be right back. <gasps> what is that? Welcome to another episode of this podcast where I get to introduce to you people that have been part of my journey, people that have meant so much to me. And today our guest is... Hey Karish, it's Preeti. Hi Preeti, welcome to this podcast. Thank you. I know you've had an early morning start much like me. We're the same. Hannah? Yeah. For those who don't know, and I think many people actually don't know this, it's going to come as a surprise. So Preeti Malik is on the Chris Fade show, which is the breakfast show on Virgin Radio. Yeah. That's public information. I'm on the breakfast show of City 1016. We're part of the same network, the Arabian Radio Network. So I do a show called Subha in the City with Parikshit. And what's interesting is that 15 years ago, yep. the two of us started our journey together at ARN mm -hmm. in the newsroom. Exactly in this position. Right? <laughs> yeah. So we used to sit across from each yeah. other. I joined on the 17th of August. You joined on the... September 1st. There you go. Yeah. And this is in 2008. Eight. Yeah. That's 15 years now. And now we share a wall in the studio. Our, our studios are right next to each other, if you didn't know. And here we are. It's like full circle. The only thing I feel is in these last 15 years, Preeti, we haven't sat down as often as we should have to exchange notes on our lives yeah. and our journey. Yeah, I think what happened was if you, so the Arabian Radio Network is nine stations, right? So the when we first came, our stations were divided into offices in different areas of Dubai. Mm -hmm. So I think because of that, we were separated yeah. for several years and it's only been 2019, when we moved into our new studios. Together in the yeah. same building, same floor, right next yeah. to each other. Yep. Yeah. It's been like this, you know, long separation, but I think it's nice that we finally get to catch up. I've been waiting to do this. You yeah. know, I wanted to talk to you and ask you if you remember that canteen. Yes. You do? Yes, of course. Karama office? Yes, man. That was our first taste of Dubai. I remember walking into that office going, where have I come? But it was like the best office honestly we had this uh wonderful man who used to make us maggie yes. whenever we wanted on demand yes like chai on demand sandwiches on demand and it was just a good like feel we were in this big newsroom yeah and you and i were the pretty much the youngest yes there the newest the youngest yeah. and so very often you and i got put on the worst shifts yes. i mean the shifts that are least popular let's yes. just say yes. friday 6 a.m yep. preeti and karishma yes <laughs> in an empty office just us trying to get the news together yeah. but yeah those were the days and you know, we used to drive home yes. together. Yes. Actually, so you would drive yeah, because you, yeah. you'd come in from New York. Easier to get your license, yes. you know, changed yeah. here. And I didn't drive until 2017, 16, something like that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I only started driving at the end of 2016. Wow. So I remember you, uh, Dhano. Yeah. How do you remember that? I remember Dhano. I remember, I remember that you had something hanging off the mirror. It was from my car in New York. Mm -hmm. So I had Dhano in New York. And so this was my Dhano 2.0. 
So my little hangi, which is from the mandir in New York that I got for my car, I brought here to Dubai to put in my first car here. And we used to drive back. And I remember the both of us used to say, yeah, one day we'll have our own shows oh, and right? we'll do like radio shows. I, we used to talk about that all the time. Look at us now. Right? Yeah. My God. I remember when I came into um, ARN, when even when I interviewed, right, the first thing I said right off the bat was, I'm hoping to do my own show. You know, and they were like, yeah, that's good, but there's no vacancies there. <laughs> there's the newsroom. You're good and we'll hire you for news. What was it like for you when you interviewed? I was so kind of young and desperate for a job at that point. I was like, I just need an in. And I was okay with doing news, but in my head, I knew that I always wanted to do a breakfast show, like an ensemble show. I always wanted to do that. So you knew exactly yeah. what kind of show yeah. you wanted to do? Always. I always wanted to be a co-host on a breakfast show. I knew I wanted to do that. I didn't think that this would be the place where it happened. I thought it was a stepping stone where I'd be here for like a year, two years, like, you know, we'd say, and then I'd go back to New York and hopefully get on a show there. I never thought that it would materialize here. At what point did your shift happen from news into what we call programming? When I first came, the breakfast show at that time was by a, call, a guy called Revin. And I remember he once said to me, he was like, hey, you're really cool. If I ever am looking for a co-host, I think you'd be great. He then ended up leaving the station and then they kind of went through this motion of trying to find who it was. So Chris was doing an afternoon show at that time. And then he temporarily was supposed to do the morning show. And then we moved to a different office. We moved to Studio City, you moved to Media City. So we separated then. They ended up liking my voice for the morning news. So I always was on the morning shift. And then one day Chris was like, hey, we need a gossip reporter. Our reporter's not there. Can you just come down and do this for me? So one day after the show, he's like, let's just see how it goes. He gave me some stories and we did it. It was Chad at that time. And the three of us, it just clicked. Like it just clicked. So then he asked me, hey, could you do it again tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, of course. And then it slowly turned into, hey, could you, since you're on the morning shift anyways, could you come down and do the gossip live off from your shift? Yeah. Then it went, I would come down from the new, our news level was two, they were on one. I'd come down when it was gossip time, then go back up and do the news. And then they were like, hey, could you be a part of our show? Like just a third voice? Yeah, just move in already. Yeah, yeah. It was, but it was slowly like that. You know, like I did two, three months of that. Then they were like, hey, just come on the show. And I just became this third voice on the show. And then slowly, slowly it merged. And then I think it came to a point where I was like, guys, either get me out of the news team and put me on full time or I'm going to have to leave because I can't manage both anymore, you know? So that was around the time, I think 2008 was when we joined. Yeah, and then 2009 yeah. is when I shifted on to programming on City 1016. Yeah. Um, we had a complete change in management at that point. Yeah. And everyone knew, old management and knew that this girl, Karishma, yeah. wants to be doing a show yeah. that one, that much everyone knew. Yeah. So as soon as there was some space, you know, that suddenly one day became available, um, they called me and said, that's it tomorrow, you're doing this show. So I actually started off, uh, started off on the late night show oh at nine at night, my first time in Dubai live as a programming, as a presenter, yeah. uh, no longer a newsreader was on this uh, night show. And I remember the, the month I went on air, yeah. I was also, I found out I'm pregnant. No way. 
it was just all kinds of crazy happening all at once and I loved it you know yeah. here was something that I really wanted yeah, yeah. and something else that I really wanted yeah. and now they're all happening together oh my gosh what a crazy time right so you've been doing this morning shift yeah. now for how many years Preeti I don't know math uh 13 years you've been a morning person all no your life? never no. <laughs> I think you'll attest to this see like we I wake what time do you wake up usually 4 40 my okay. alarm starts yeah I wake up at 3 45 okay that is not a normal human time to wake up. I tried it. I quit. It's not normal. So everyone's like, oh, you've been doing it for so long. You must be so used to it. I'm like, nah, dude, no one wakes up at that time. That is the middle of the night. And maybe you don't know this, but in college, I was on a radio station and I was also doing breakfast radio. So literally for 20 years, I have just been doing morning shifts. It's, it's a lot. Being a radio presenter, I think what a lot of people don't realize is that Yes, you know, it's the tough hours sometimes, but also the fact that when you're working uh, on a show with many presenters, yeah. many voices, it's not always, you know, milk and honey. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, there's a lot of challenges involved. Yeah. There's a lot of, um, you know, give and take between presenters. There's a kind of chemistry that is needed to sit right for the show to be successful. Yeah. I know this from personal experience that that chemistry requires effort and work and you've got to you've really got to invest into it right yeah. and uh, there's going to be some amount of not getting along that happens right. um have you found yourself you know in those situations i'm pretty sure you have but what have you done to restore that so i think i'm lucky in that case chris and i immediately this is before rossi was working for virgin so chris and i got on immediately it just worked. Our, our energies, our personalities matched. There's a thing in radio called characters. And I don't want it to say, I don't want anyone who's not in radio to take it in a way as if we're acting, but every personality has a specific role on a show. That's how radio works. That's how an ensemble works. So you'll have the, you know, the person who's the mediator, which is me. Then you'll have the crazy person, which is Rossi. And then you have Chris, who's the anchor of the show. Chris and I always got along. When Rossi came in, he's so perfectly not perfect that it just works. And I think the, the key to a successful show is be, being able to read each other's mind on the radio and you just know how someone's going to react. Yeah. The only time we have friction is over creative differences, which is a, another blessing to have. There's never an argument over... Well, why did you say this to me? It's more like, no, but I want to do it this way. No, I want to do it this way. And I think that's just because we're passionate about what we do. Um, do we have like times when we argue about something? 100%. Do we make up in the next 30 seconds? Yes. But I think that's what happens when you work in close proximity for so many years. Like I consider them like my brothers. And who doesn't fight with your sibling? Oh, absolutely. Right? And you just turn the mic on and now you're back to laughing and there you go. Like there's, that's it. That's your sorry. The sorry is turning the mic on. <laughs> Most spontaneous things of radio are sometimes those, the things that you as a presenter feel yeah. immediately about something that no one else yeah. knows about. You must face that with Berkshire too. Yeah, we're completely different personalities. Yeah. Like it's funny when you said your personality with Chris immediately matched. Yeah. It's like, no, we are completely different human beings. And uh, there is a lot that we don't, uh, you know, our, our universes don't collide in a lot of ways. Yeah. But at, at the heart of it, we are very similar as yeah. well. You know, I think our lives have just 
grown in very different directions. Yeah. And that's normal. That's expected. That's but that's what makes it interesting. If everyone agreed on everything, then it'd be very boring to yeah. listen to. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think we all need a dose of yeah. each other. Yeah. But I feel like at that 10 o'clock mark, that's about it. After that, it's an overdose for me. <laughs> so See, that's, that's where it's different because Chris... Chris and I go on vacations together. Yeah. Like we we're besties. Yeah. Okay. That I thought was just so beautiful to see you guys on your recent holiday. Yeah. No, that's so sweet yeah, though. Nice. And you know, it's the nice. thing is we've also been there. We've also really, really been very close to each other, the entire team. So I know what that's like. Yeah. Tell me, what do you do with the egos? What do you do with the the insecurities, with the complexes? Where have those gone today? I, I don't mean this to cover anything up, but I think we're truly blessed with such a beautiful team. I think we're blessed to be in a group of people that truly, truly love each other and support each other wholeheartedly. And I love that. And it wasn't always like that. They've been people who have come and gone. There's been like that, personalities that don't, you know, match, clash. I've always gotten along with everyone. We've been there from the beginning. We've been there when we didn't really know how to build this show and where it's going to go in the station. And then everyone else who's come along the way, like Rossi, who came in a few years later, you know, we've been there for the beginning of his journey. And it's hard, you know, to then look and go, why is this person doing this or that? Because we've been there for each other from the beginning. So I think we don't really have that. We keep each other in check. And when we're together, it's, we're not like, oh, we're on the radio. We're just friends who are together. Does that make sense? Completely. I mean, like I've told you on City, you've seen it as well. It's just a very real friendship. And we've gotten for years, we've gotten asked, you know what, are you guys for real? Do you really like each other? And we're like... We really do hang out together. You know, we used to have dinners together and birthday parties together all the time, you know. And um, and so it just it like you said, you start together and you grow together and you go the distance, you know. So that's that's what these are about. They're not sprints. They're really marathon relationships. Hundred, hundred percent. Like so well said. So true. Suddenly one day. I heard that uh, Opriti's gotten engaged. Opriti's getting married. It was to Jeff. Jeff, I remember him from Masters of the Mix, which was, again, a show on City 1016. So I remember him from there. Where did you guys meet? How did it all get started? I don't think I've ever said this anywhere. So you're the first to hear the story. But this is fate, I'll say. So I just landed in Dubai my first time. We go to the club and there's a long line. It must be past midnight at this point. It was Masters of the Mixed Night. So I didn't get entry, no one got entry. We ended up going to the KFC on Diafa. That was my <laughs> first night in Dubai. Many years later when I met Jeff, he told me about Masters of the Mix. That was him inside winning Masters of the Mix no that night way. that I didn't get in. Now, the way that Jeff and I met, so we'd go to all these places and we kept running into this guy. And I'm like single, happy, this is my era. And I looked at him and I was like, oh, he's so cute. And I was that turned to my friend, I was like, Dipti, this guy is so cute. And she was like, oh, I know him. He's my junior from college. And I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to go ask him to dance. And I went up to him and I was like, hey, uh, I'm Preeti. And he was like, hey, I'm Jeff. And I was like, hey, do you want to dance? And he was like, no. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Have a good night, man. And I left. <laughs> and I just walked away happily and danced. The next day he messaged, found me on Facebook. And then we started talking. And then I was like, what do you do? And he's like, I'm a DJ. I'm like, okay, that's the end of that conversation. And yeah, I guess the rest is history. <laughs> Sounds like the, you guys are very chilled out. Yeah. Do you fight about anything? All the time. What do you fight about? COVID changed this boy. Before COVID, he would no interest in cooking. Obviously clubs are shut. So he was, he, it could have gone two ways for him. 
he could have really sulked in that and really gotten into a, a, a dark place, not working for so long. But he chose to kind of use it to, we worked out every day. He started cooking every day. He started organizing things every day. And he discovered this passion of food and all of that, you know, all of a sudden my type B husband became a type A and I've slowly slipped away. So our fights are usually like, Preeti, why did you put your shoes here and not there? Your laundry has been sitting there. I think sometimes what happens is because both of us are in a creative industry, it's really hard to have the foresight of the future. Usually, you know, you have the balance of one person is creative and one person is like the finance or like the person who's fixated on numbers or the person who does that. But with us, we're both in that creative field. So our day-to-day is very different, you know? Like he could have three gigs that week and so could I. So that whole week, we don't know what's happened at home, sort of. So I think our larger fights have to kind of do with, are we going to buy a house? Are we going to do this? You know, like when we have those conversations, it's hard to kind of settle on those things. He's from Kerala and he's Catholic. What's something that you enjoy from down south? I'll take the food. The food is amazing. I think the people are so different. Like I felt really bad when his family came to our Sangeet because I was like, this is going to be a shock. Punjabis were loud and we're out there and we're like, yeah. And they're like, yes. (laughs) But I think... I love that. I love that aspect. You know, it's a true north-south situation, east-west situation as well, you know. And I love that. I love that about our relationship. Tell me about the Preeti from New York, the Preeti from school. Radio has always been a part of my life. When I was eight, I used to have a pretend radio show that I would record into cassettes. Yeah. It was called I Was Pop Preeti, and I used to do a top 10 countdown of the biggest Bollywood songs of the week. We grew up in a very basy household in America. When was the first time that you felt a sense of pride about where you come from? I think it was always instilled in us. I don't think it was like a thing that I, of realization. We just lived it. I think what, what a lot of people may not realize is that the, the first generation of people like my parents who moved did a really good job in trying to preserve the culture. It never felt like it was two parts of me. I'm American of Indian heritage and we, we learned both of the things. It was just a part of us. It, there was never a realization moment. I was always this Desi American girl. I was, I'm just as American, but I'm just as Desi. Oh gosh, I love you so much, Preeti. I have missed hanging out yeah, with right? you. I missed you too. I remember years ago you well, you were driving and I wasn't. And so you drove us down to Chili's, I think, on Chigzayad Road. Do you remember that? Chili's, oh my God. Went for a random lunch. That was the last time we that caught was, up. Yeah. That was it. Life gets in the way. Gosh, yeah, it has. But I'm so glad that we've taken the time to do this today. Of course, 100%. I think it helps us examine ourselves very closely is when you go through something challenging in your life. Mm. Um, and you come out of it on the other side and you have like a new perspective almost on on things and life. What would that be for you? I've never felt more out of place than when I moved here. And this is Dubai 15 years ago. So it was a very different place. There wasn't a lot for me to connect to home when I first moved here. There was a lot of Desi things, which was great. I had that connect and it was really cool. There were not a lot of Americans here. It was hard for me to find that connect. And that year, I really remember crying every other day. Like, why am I here? But I can't fail and go back because I fought to move here. 
and I fought to move, like prove a point that I'm gonna do this. And it was a real struggle. So you applied while you were still in New York. Do you not know this story? I don't. This is the first time I'm hearing of it. Oh my gosh. Okay. I was looking for opportunities to be on the on air, whether TV or radio. I was not finding anything in New York, obviously, because people work their whole life to get to New York City. So who's going to hire a kid, right? And then my cousin, one of my cousins was doing his master's in New York at the time, and he grew up in Dubai. And he goes, why don't you apply to City 1016? This is 2008. So it's a lot more, it's more difficult to find people, you know? I was like, do you know anyone? He goes, I'm not really sure, but I know there's a newsreader by the name of Sachin Kumbar. My boss then. (laughs) And I was like, okay, but like, how do I contact this man? And he goes, just try this email address. He made up the email address. No. Yeah. It's not like we went to a website and found it. He was just like, it may be this. And it worked? Yeah. (laughs) Your cousin's a hacker. And then Sachin goes, you sound great, but I can't put you on my Hindi station. (laughs) for obvious reasons. At that point, I didn't know that there was an Arabian radio network. So then he goes, but we have English stations and we've just launched Virgin Radio. This was March, 2008. We'd love to have you for the English stations. So yeah, that's how I moved. Yeah, wow, I, I, I have not known this. It's, it would have never happened if that email didn't work. It would have never happened. You know, Sachin once came and told me that, you know what, Karishma, they're going to put you on a weekend show. You're going to do the news and you're going to do an extra day of work and you're going to do a show. And I was like, yes, you know. Do you remember meeting each other for the first time? Do you remember like what you thought? I thought you were just lovely. You know, I thought what a lovely person I have met today. Thanks. When you're new. Yeah. I think we connected so well at that. Yeah. We're like, we were both the youngest. Yeah. Age was the same. And we were just like, we're the two new kids here. (laughs) And we were just so happy and grateful to have the job. Absolutely. That's the most, that's the biggest thing I remember from that time, like sitting like this. Yeah. You know? Gosh. But so much has changed about the city as well, hasn't it? I feel like in those days when we used to drive to Studio City, I was like, Studio City is so far. But now it's like, what? Where did you live back then? When I first moved here, I lived in Dara for a year. It was a small little room that I found. And I think it was like some 70, no, 90,000 or something like that for the year. No. Yeah. And it was like a, it was the size of this table, my entire apartment. Are you happy where you are? I think I'm the type of person who can never be happy. I will always want to do more. It will never be enough. Not materialistically. It's like personally, I'll never be satisfied with where I'm at because I always feel like I can do more. So work-life balance is an issue then? Of course. Isn't it? Isn't it with every radio person? Is this just a me problem? At least on my behalf, I can tell you that you have achieved a lot. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, every time I've seen your holdings up for my Dubai, you know, and I've seen, I've just seen your work, whether you're doing Bhangra or whether you're (laughs) interviewing some Hollywood celebrity or whether you're just hanging out in the studios with Chris and Rossi, whatever it is, from the smallest to the greatest, you know, the thing is that you give a hundred percent of Preeti Malik into it all and it shows and you're still that lovely person. So you, you, you you still you. I'm glad you said that. I I would be really upset if I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you're still the same person. You know, just so easy to talk to, Thanks. easy to get along with. Like Thanks. you have very few issues with people. People have very few 
issues with you is the vibe I get. We should put a hole in the walls of our studio, like a secret door. Yes. So that we can like pass notes to each other. <laughs> I don't think we've ever complained about you being too loud, but I know you have complained yes. about you us. You guys are loud. Jeez. It's actually not you, it's Parikshit. But I'll tell you, once I was on my own on my solo show that I was doing yeah. before I came on this yeah. shift and Chris stopped by one morning saying... Can you turn the volume down? Do you guys hear how loud the music is though? The funniest thing is that happens when we're doing like something that's like serious. Yeah. It'll always happen. Like all of a sudden we're like, we're getting emotional on the show. And then all of a sudden you'll just hear, dar, 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 dar. I'm just like, what is going on? Because if you don't know, and I thought we're crazy. Yeah. But you guys are like a different level of crazy. I mean, it's amazing. It's good fun. Uh, we do love where we work. Yeah, I think for that's, sure. That's a given. I do enjoy the madness. Yeah. Do things that you won't do in any other job because this isn't any other job. For sure. And I will say in turn, like, you know, 15 years ago when we met, as Karishma said before, like she had a dream to do something and you've also accomplished that dream, which is a big deal. I feel like as women also to be able to do that and you've balanced three kids, you've had your severe hardships along the way as well, you know, and we've, I've seen it all. And, I, you know, we may not have been close every single day, but I've, I've seen it all. And it's, it's amazing to see. And I think when you have people who are like that around you, it makes you want to do better and be better every day. So thank you for being you as well. Aww. Preeti, you've been just a breath of fresh air. I wasn't expecting anything less. Oh, thanks. (laughs) We're going to be right back. Okay, sure. (gasps) Oh, Stop it. What is that? So Mimi and Aizu and me um, went out to get this for you to say thank you. How sweet. Thank you. And enjoy the sweet. Do you have a sweet tooth? Who doesn't? That then is our episode (laughs) of Hey Karish. We've had so much fun. Come back for another guest, another journey and a whole lot of just making things happen in the middle of life, right? That's what this is about. I've had so much fun sharing this with you. Do write us in your comments who else you want to get to know better, what else you want to hear about, know about, right here on Hey Karish. See you next time.